Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Recorded live. And welcome to episode 404 of the Michigan Sports Truth Post Game Edition on TalkShoe. Taylor Phillips along with our national sports reporter, Louis Tenor. Griffins right now lead the Milwaukee Admirals 4-2, but the Red Wings beat the Ottawa Senators, the second-worst team in the Eastern Conference, 2-1 to one in overtime. Andreas Athanasiou scoring both goals, including the overtime winner, six seconds into the overtime frame. Yeah, you heard right, six seconds. Andreas Athanasiou picked up the loose puck, went on a breakaway, and beat. Let me dig that guy's name up again here. Six seconds of separation. Let me look at the team stats here. I'm going to the game center. Larkin, the assists on the overtime winner. Mathen for the assists on the first half and a CU goal. Brian DeZingle scoring for Ottawa, unassisted. Jonathan Erickson on a turnover. Craig Anderson was the guy that Athanasiu beat, not once but twice, especially in overtime six seconds in. And hear this. From Natural Stat Trick on Twitter, at Nat Stat Trick, Athanasiu's game winner six seconds in overtime is the fact... Is the fastest overtime goal since the NHL moved to the three-on-three overtime. The previous the previous record was 10 seconds by by Brad Marchand, Brad Marchand of the Boston Bruins on March 8, 2016, against the Tampa Bay Lightning in the four-on-four overtime, the, the old classic four-on-four overtime. I don't know if you watch much hockey or not, Lewis, but oh yes, I do. I do watch the Back to watching the Rangers Chicago game right now. <laughs> yeah, on NBCSN's Wednesday night rivalry. Yes, missed that. Athens, that's Athens to speaking right now on FSD on the Red Wings Live posting show. And he did. And he did. Andreas Athanasiu, again, picked up a loose puck. Won it for the Red Wings six seconds in. One of the, one of those breakaway goals proved to be the game winner.
Griffins just beat the Milwaukee Admirals 4-2 to at BMO Harris Bradley Center, by the way. Last three games, three goals for FSU on 15 shots, a plus two rating. Eric Moreland. Zero points, 
on 0 of 2 in 17 minutes, five rebounds, no assists, zero assists, two turnovers. Boban Marjanovic didn't turn the ball over at all. Two zip. Boban wins the turnover battle. Ta-da! Boban, one block. Eric Moreland, zero. Eric Moreland, a minus three. Boban, a minus one. That's better than a minus three. I kid you not, folks. Boban Marjanovic was better defense was even better defensively than most sickle piston fans think. If they just watch the damn entire game and focus more on Boban Marjanovic and just and then just constantly put him down like this because they don't even know him yet. Pick of slapdick piston fans. They ought to be taught, taught a cold hard lesson. And Stan Van Gundy, the last few minutes of the of the fourth quarter, kept trotting out Is Smith. Avery Bradley, Tobias Harris, Anthony Tolliver, Anthony Tolliver, and Reggie Bullock. And they were tired near the end. They kept giving up, I don't know, just more points. Kelly Olenek kept burning the Pistons' defense, or lack thereof, finishing with 25 and 13 boards, a double-double. Nobody boxed him out when Van Gundy tried out Smith, Tolliver, Harris, Bullock, and Bradley the last few minutes. The least Stan Van Gundy would have done was put Boban Marjanovic out there for at least a minute or two more, a minute or two longer, so he can try to complete. He can actually try to at least complete a double, complete his double. What would have been his double double? Goran Dragic, he got a double double. He got a double double. Twenty four and thirteen assists. Twenty four points, thirteen assists. Yeah, they miss Reggie Jackson. They got Avery Bradley back. Avery Bradley got 15 points, a minus 21, a minus 21. And Bola Marjanovic was in the starting lineup tonight. Put him back in, and if you're going to put him in the starting lineup, put him back in for the last, for at least two of the last four or five and change minutes of the fourth quarter. You old gnome, just like just but just like Jim Leland did with the Tigers as manager, Stan Van Gundy as head coach, kept trotting out the same guys because he delegated too much faith and de- delegated too much faith to the same to the same five that he had out there last time. What a dope! I want him fired. I want Stan Van Gundy fired. Getting too old for the damn job. Van Gundy needs to retire. Before his contract runs out on him. No wonder. Well, it's no wonder Van Gundy's not a smart coach. It's no wonder Van Gundy never won any NBA title rings because he's not smart. In in-game decision-making, 
Blackhawks dominated the Rangers five to two tonight. Oh boy, that was ugly. But third thing I want to get to, Jeff Moss published another yet another article. Jim Caldwell is not a hot commodity. Couple days before today, Caldwell got fired, and Caldwell was on the second bottom, the second bottom of the list. He got one he got one fifth and one total vote. Today, ESPN pulled 45 football analysts to rank their top five available head football coaches. The criteria was basically anyone on earth not currently an NFL head football coach was eligible for a vote. Caldwell was only eligible for one. Caldwell got only one fifth vote. That's it. Just when he was fired. Just two days after he was fired, just ahead of Ed Reed, a former NFL player who also got just one-fifth vote, George Edwards and Greg Vikings defensive coordinator George Edwards and Browns defensive coordinator Greg Williams also each got just one-fifth vote. Kirby Smart, as Georgia head coach, one-fifth vote. Peter Giunta, Saints defensive assistant, one-fifth vote. That's been it. (coughs) Jim Caldwell as you can see on the chart, Jim Caldwell was tied for last on that list with one fifth-place vote among the 45 panelists. Caldwell got less votes than Rex Ryan. Rex Ryan only won fourth-place vote, which is which actually counts for two total votes. Furthermore, Caldwell got less votes than two assistant coaches on his staff in Detroit, including one guy who has been arrested twice, once for a drunken home invasion. Caldwell even received less total points than the high school coach, who never punts. And and finally, Jim Caldwell received less votes than a woman. Yep, San Francisco 49ers seasonal assistant Katie Sowers ranked slightly higher on this list than the sleepy preacher. A female seasonal assistant for the San Francisco 49ers, a fourth-place vote. Caldwell, fifth-place vote. The next Lions head coach, which, which appears to Jeff Moss to be the next Lions head coach, ranked eight, which is ridiculously low, but whatever. At least he didn't tie Ed Reed. Well, Matt Patricia, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, actually. Ranked, ranked ninth, actually, not eight. 
and Caldwell lasted four years as head coach of the Lions. So there's all your homework right there. And that's the truth that you need to know for tonight. So with that all that out of the way, it's time for Lewis Tenor's National Sports Report. Louie, take it away. You got it. All right, we're going to start off, well, we'll start off easy. As there's only a few games in hockey, I as the Blackhawks uh, stinked up on our last goal. It was 4-2 with uh, <laughs> seconds to go. They sneaked to the win, so it was 5-2 Blackhawks over the Rangers. I'm disgusted by that. As we mentioned before, the Red Wings and the Senators in overtime, 2-1, to one, thanks to Athens to you. And he was happy to see you, too. Oh. Yeah, he's got two, yeah, two goals, both of them. I know. Just a bad joke I was making. Oof. <laughs> yeah. After the CEO, I said, happy to see you. You know, you, you get the idea. Yeah. Okay. All right, now, since we're now halfway point, the uh, standings are even more interesting day by day, and it goes like this. In the Atlantic Division, the Lightning are now at 60 points at 29-8-2. The Bruins are at 50 points, 22-10-6. The Maple Leafs are 23-16-2 at 48 points. Further down the list, the Panthers are 17, 17, and 5 at 39 points. Your Red Wings are also 39 points, but are 16, 16, and 7. Continuing on down the line here. All right, there we go. The Canadians are 16, 20, and 4, and they are at 36 points. The Senators are... 12, 17, and 9, 33 points, thanks to tonight's loss. And the Sabres are still in last place at 10, 20, 20, and 9 at 29 points. The Metropolitan Division, which is heating up, goes like this. The Capitals are still on the front at 53 points with 25, 13, and 3 Right behind them are the Devils at 51 points at 22, 10, and 7. The Blue Jackets are at 49 points at 23, 15, and 3. Rangers still hold at 47 points at 21, 14, and 5. The Hurricanes are at 44 points at 18, 13, and 8. Also 44 points. The Islanders at 25, 16, and 4. The Penguins are 20, 18, and 3 at 43 points. And the Flyers are 16, 15, and 8 at 40 points. So now we go to the West. And the Central, the Central and the Jets are still leading at 53 points, 23, 11, and 7. But right behind them are the Blues at 52 points at 25, 18, and 2. And not far behind them are the Predators at 51 points. 23-11-5. Stars are 47 points at 22-16-3. and three. The Wilder are 45 points at 21-16-3. Minnesota is at, oh, Chicago is at 44 points at 19-14-6. And, and the Avalanche are 20-16-3 at 43 points. Very tight division here. Just like the uh, Metropolitan in the East. Wow. All right. In the Pacific, Vegas, the Golden Knights are 27, 9, and 2, 56 points. The Kings are at 53 points, 24, 11, and 5. Sharks are 46 points at 21, 12, and 4. Also, 46 points are the Ducks at 19, 14, and 8. Flames are 19, 16, and 4, 42 points. Oilers are 17, 20, and 3, 37 points. The Canucks are 16, 19, and 5, 37 points. And the hapless Coyotes are 23 points at 19, 27, and 5. What can I tell you, folks? They're just not with it this year. All right, there are a couple of other hockey notes to uh, mention here before I do anything else. Um, the Nashville Predators are going to be out. They're going to be without leading scorer Philip Forsberg 
out four to six weeks with what the team is calling an upper body injury. He suffered it against the Minnesota Wild in the game on Friday. Uh, Forsberg has missed the Predators' past two games. The first has missed the past two games. The first games he's missed since 2014, and was placed on injury reserve as of Saturday. Before the injury, he had 15 goals and 19 assists in 37 games, the highest points per game average of his career, while anchoring the team's top line with Ryan Johansson and Victor Avertson. The high-scoring Swede played in all 82 regular season games for Nashville the past three seasons and all 42 postseason games in that time frame. Wow. Very impressive. Uh, a few more hockey uh, news here to mention, and this one concerns the uh, All-Star game, uh, the three-on-three tournament, excuse me. Uh, Lightning star Steven Stam- Stamkos will serve as captain of the Atlantic Division uh, team in the NHL three-on-three All-Star tournament this month to be held in Tampa, Florida. Now a place they get a lot of ice, but they have a hockey team. Stamkos has, 40, has 49 points for first place Tampa and is the face of the franchise after being voted by the fans to be the Atlantic Division captain. The 27-year-old will be the first, will be the front and center at the All-Star Weekend, January 27th and 28th at the Amino Arena. Washington Capitals winger, the big O himself, Alex Ovechkin, entered his 12th career All-Star nod as the fans voted captain of the Metropolitan Division. Ovechkin leads the league with 26 goals just ahead of Tampa Bay's Nikita Kutro. Continuing on down the list, Nashville Predators defenseman P.K. Subban was voted captain also for the Metropolitan Division, unless that's an error that's being made, and Edmonton Oilers center Connor McDavid, captain for the Pacific Division. Why am I not surprised about that, though, at all? All right. So, that takes care of the hockey news for the night. So, now we'll go on to the hardwood in the NBA. And it goes like this. The Wizards over the Knicks, 121-103. I know someone's very happy about those results. Uh, Michael the Beast Beasley, 20 points, 9 rebounds, 3 assists. I add that. And Bradley the Troublemaker Beal, 27 points, 6 assists, and 4 rebounds. Down the list we go. Uh, This one just went final. The Warriors over the Mavericks in a high-scoring affair, 125 to 122. Stephon Curry has strong showing, 32 points, 8 assists, and 5 rebounds. Dwight Powell, 21 points, 8 rebounds, and 2 assists. We got a couple games of progress here as the Nuggets are leading the Suns 108 to 98, with 7:05 to go in the fourth quarter. Greg Monroe, 14 points, 10 rebounds, four assists. Gary Harris has 31, um, 31 points, three rebounds, and three assists. And the game is not over yet. Wow. The Pelicans are leading the Jazz. 88 to 81 right now. Anthony Davis, 21 points, 13 rebounds, three assists. Joe Johnson, 14 points, five rebounds, and one assist. In the late stages of the third of the first quarter, the Lakers lead the Thunder right now, 21-20. And your high and your scores right now are Russell Westbrook with eight points, three assists, and two rebounds, and Kyle. Kerma, eight points, three rebounds, and two blocks. That's going to change, believe me. Uh, more finals here. Rockets over the Magic, 116 to 98. Gerald Green, 27 points, six rebounds, two assists. And Peyton had 14 points, four rebounds, and four blocks. Here's the shocker of the day for you the Sixers over the Spurs. That's right, I said Sixers over the Spurs, 112 106. Uh, LaMarcus Aldridge had 24 points, 14 rebounds, and one assist. 
Joel Embiid, who's had a strong showing this year, has 21 points, 11 rebounds, and 4 assists. He's making headway. Uh, and that another upset here, sort of. The Nets edged the Timberwolves 98-97. Jimmy Butler had 30 points, four assists, and three rebounds. Spencer Dimwell, um, 26 points, nine assists, and only one rebound. <laughs> and the Heat over your Pistons 111-104. Majarvik uh, had 15 points, nine rebounds, one assist, uh, three assists. Kelly Olnick had 25 points, 13 rebounds, and three assists. Celtics over the Cavaliers, 102-88. LeBron James had 16, uh, 19 points, seven rebounds, six assists. Terry Rosner, 20 points, four rebounds, and three assists. The Raptors over the Bulls, 124-115. Dion Wright, that's right with a W, 25 points, 13 rebounds, 5 assists. And Justin Holiday, 26 points, 4 rebounds, 4 assists. And finally, the Bucks over the Pacers, 122 to 101. Uh, Sabonis, 24 points, 2 rebounds, 1 assist. The Greek Freak, 31 points. Ten rebounds and six assists. All right, so why don't we go to the standings now and see where we are. Starting with, well, thanks to that win, the Celtics, uh, 30, uh, 31-10, have a two-and-a-half game lead with the Raptors at 26-10. and 10. Four and a half back are the Cavaliers at 25-13. and 13. The Wizards are 22-16 and 16 at seven-and-a-half back. The Bucks and the Pistons are 20 and 16, eight and a half back. The Heat are nine back at 20 and 17, and the Pacers are 19 and 19 and 10 and a half back. The Sixers jump ahead of the Knicks now, as the Sixers are 18 and 19, 11 back, and the Knicks slip a half game back of them are now 18 and 20 at 11 and a half back. Oh boy, I'll take a look at the sound of this. The Nets are 15 and 23, 14 and a half back. Hornets are. 14-23 at 15 back. Bulls, 16 and a half back at 13-25. The Magic are 18 back at 12-27. And, and the Hawks are still at 10-27 and 19 back. Oopily. In the West, Warriors are now 30-8, and eight, two ahead of the Rockets at 27-9. The Spurs are 26-13 and 13 at 4 and a half back. The Wolves are 24-15, 6 and a half back. The Thunder are... Nine and a half back at 20 and 17, but they're making headway. Nuggets are 19 and 17, 10 back. Blazers are 19, 18, 10 and a half back. And the Pelicans are 18, 18, and 11 back, but still an improvement over last year. Down the scrap heap we go as the Clippers are 17 and 19, 12 back. The Jazz are 13 and a half back, 16 and 21, depending on the outcome of this game. Suns are 15 and 24. 15 and a half back. The Suns are 13, 26, 17 and a half back. The Kings are also 17 and a half back at 12 and 25. 18 back are the Grizzlies at 12 and 26. And the Lakers are 18 back at 11 and 25. Yeah, not, not very comforting. You think that with uh, Alonzo Ball, was going to save this team. Oh, yeah, sure. That's what you all thought, fellas. Right. All right. To the uh, college uh, game here. Starting off with the top 25. Number seven, Oklahoma, leading state rival Oklahoma State, 101-81. Riggins is 19 points, four rebounds. And Young has 25 points, 10 assists, and eight rebounds. Another local battle, Virginia, number eight, versus beat up Virginia Tech, 78-52. Jerome had 13 points, 
five assists and three rebounds. Black Shear Jr., 14 points, five rebounds and two blocks. Uh, this one has just gone final. Georgia Tech over Miami, which is number 15th ranked, 64 to 54. Hewell had 13 points, eight rebounds, one assist. Ogaji, 30 points, nine rebounds, and one assist. Kentucky, number 17th over LSU in a close one, 74-71. Washington had 18 points, six rebounds, two assists. And Reese, 24 points, 11 rebounds, and two assists. This one was as advertised as two top 25 teams went at each other. Florida State, number 24, Edge, North Carolina, was number 12, 81 to 80. Uh, Joel Berry Jr., 28 points, two assists, one rebound. And Terrence Mann had 17 points, nine rebounds, and five assists. Purdue, number uh, 13, beat up Rutgers, 82-51. Oh, boy. Uh, Mike Williams had 10 points, five rebounds, and one block. And Isaac um, Harris had 14 points, eight eight rebounds, and one block. And finally, Clemson, number 25 ranked, edged BC, that's Boston College, 74-70. 74-70. Grithan, 23 points, 14 rebounds, 5 assists. Robinson, 28 points, 4 assists, and 3 rebounds. All right, so now we'll go to our perspective uh, areas. And the scoreboard, I mean, we'll go like this the rest of the way. Keep in mind, there are some games that are still in progress, and there are some games that are just coming up from the West Coast. Uh, this one just went uh, final. Texas Southern over Alcorn State, 85-70. Georgia over Old Miss, 71-60. Marquette over Providence in overtime, 95-90. Wake Forest over Syracuse, 73-67. That's always our highly contested matchup. East Carolina edged uh, South Florida 67-66. Tulsa edged UConn 90-88 in two overtimes. Get your act together, Huskies. Central Florida over Memphis 65-56. Davidson over St. Louis 54-51. Duquesne over George Washington 69-52. Richmond over uh, Fordham over Richmond in overtime, 69-65. St. Joseph's over VCU in overtime, 87-81. Hartford over Albany, 72-64. Rhode Island over LaSalle, 74-62. Stony Brook edged Maine, 71-70. New Hampshire, uh, UMBC over New Hampshire, 71-67. Brown edged NGIT, 70-69. Uh, you did it again. Ugh. Uh, Weber, the Gunner Weber over Campbell, 82-80 in overtime. Ash- High point over Asheville, 84-74. Presbyterian over Longwood, 78-65. Ranford over Winthrop, 85-79. A few more scores here. Ah. George Mason over UMass. 80-72 in overtime. Uh, BCU over South Carolina State. 86-80. North Carolina Central over Delaware State. 65-62. Morgan State over Maryland Eastern Shore. 85-82. Creighton over St. John's. 78-71. I hate Creighton. One over no. Uh, Albany Christian over McNeese, 79-74. Stephen F. Austin over Nicholas, 81-64. Northwest 
um, Texas A&MCC over North Western State, 67-65. New Orleans over Lamar, 72-62. Two more here. All right, back up. Indiana State over Loyola Chicago, 61-57. Dayton over St. Bonaventure over Dayton. Wait. Dayton over St. Bonaventure, 82-72. Bradley over Valparaiso, 80-71. Drake over Illinois State, 87-62. South Dakota over Western Illinois, 62-50. South Dakota State over... North Dakota State, eighty-seven to seventy. That was the that was the matchup I was thinking tonight. <laughs> um, Florida A and M over Howard, eighty-four seventy-eight. Jacksonville State over Alabama, Alabama State, fifty-nine fifty-six. And Boise State over New Mexico, ninety-two sixty-two. All right, why don't we go over tomorrow's schedules of the NBA, NHL, and the college ranks. I'll start with the NBA. And it goes like this. And it's a light day in the NBA. Is usually Thursdays are. So this shouldn't be too long. All right. Tomorrow is Golden State versus Houston at 8 o'clock. And the Thunder take on the Clippers at 10.30. Both games are on TNT. For your NHL... It's uh, more of a livelier night, as there, I think there's like 12 or 13 games on the schedule, and it's gonna be it's gonna be a doozy. Mm. We'll begin with the seven o'clock games, and they go this, and they go like this. <clears throat> Excuse me. Okay, your schedule for tomorrow are as follows. Starting with your 7 o'clock games, the Panthers will take on Boston. That's the Bruins. The Sharks will take on the Maple Leafs. The Islanders will take on the Flyers. The Hurricanes will take on the Penguins. Your 7.30 games, the Lightning will take on the Canadiens. 8 o'clock, the Knights take on the Blues. The Sabres take on the Wild. 8.30, Devils take on the Stars. 9 o'clock, Blue Jackets take on the Avalanche. Uh, the Kings will take on the Flames. The Ducks will take on the Oilers. And the Predators will take on the Coyotes. Uh, I think anyone's going to win that one, don't we? Uh, they're, just not that, they're just not that good anymore. They used to be good for a brief time, but... In the past few years, the Coyotes have been just awful. Must be that desert heat. All right, on the college schedule tomorrow, it goes like this. Uh, Houston will take on number nine, Florida State at seven. Um, For those who care, Eastern Illinois will take on Moorhead State at six. The rest of your 7 o'clock games are Ohio State at Iowa, uh, VMI takes on Warford, Bryant takes on Mount St. Mary's. Central Connecticut takes on Fairleigh Dickinson. LAU Brooklyn takes on St. Francis of Pennsylvania. St. Francis Brooklyn takes on Robert Morris. Yes, they have more than one school, folks. Uh, Sacred Heart versus Wagner. Tennessee Martin versus versus Austin. Vermont takes on the UMass of Lowell. Green Bay takes on Cleveland State. UAB takes on Florida Atlantic. Mid-Tennessee takes on Florida International. 7-15 is Little Rock faces Georgia State. 7-30, Western Carolina versus Chattanooga. The Citadel takes on Furham. Arkansas State takes on Georgia Southern. San Antonio takes on Louisiana Tech. 7-35, Milwaukee takes on Youngstown State. It's kind of a weird time, 7-35. 8 o'clock games are Maryland versus number one Michigan State. Can't forget that. 
Uh, East Tennessee State versus Samford. Fort Wayne versus Oral Roberts. Coastal Carolina versus Monroe. Tennessee Tech versus Belmont. Edwardsville takes on Eastern Kentucky. Southwest Missouri State, or Missouri, versus Murray State. Old Dominion versus Rice. UTEP takes on Southern Mississippi. Charlotte takes on North Texas. A15, Appalachia State takes on Louisiana. Troy will take on Arlington. A30, number four, Arizona State takes on Colorado. Number eight, also South Alabama takes on Texas State. Jacksonville State takes on Tennessee State. 9 o'clock, number 14, Arizona will face Utah. Number 19, Cincinnati will take on Temple. SMU will take on Tulane. Northern Iowa takes on Missouri State. Northern Colorado takes on Montana State. North Dakota versus Montana. Northern Arizona will take on Weber State. Southern Illinois takes on Idaho State. Portland State takes on Eastern Washington at 9.05. 10 o'clock, Santa Clara takes on Loyola Marymount. Pacific takes on St. Mary's. San Diego versus Portland. UCLA takes on Stanford. Sacramento State takes on Idaho. Santa Barbara versus Cal Poly. Hawaii takes on Long Beach State. Irvine takes on Davis. USC versus Cal at 10.30. 11 o'clock, 19th. Rank Gonzaga takes on Pepperdine, and BYU takes on San Francisco. Wow. That's a list. <laughs> but then again, Thursday nights are always busy in college basketball. It's Fridays, they're usually not. All right. Uh, continuing on now with uh, more news headlines here. As I cover the, as I cover the uh, hockey news, which is interesting... UCLA quarterback Josh Rosen and USC quarterback Sam Darnold will both be entering the NFL draft. Both took to social media to make their announcements. Rosen took to Twitter, while Darnold took to Instagram uh, to inform his decision. Rosen threw 3,756 yards and 26 touchdowns and 10 interceptions, uh, this despite a 6-7 record. Darnold, he had 4,133 yards. He also threw for 10 touchdowns and three more interceptions. USC lost to Ohio State in the Cotton Bowl. Rosen was not able to compete in the Cactus Bowl after suffering a concussion in their last regular season game. It was his second of the season. He missed the November 3rd game against Utah. Two in the same year. Ugh, that's ugly. All right. Um, I posed an interesting question earlier, and I want to know what, I want to know what you think about this. First, let me read the article. First up, University of Central Florida has decided to raise a national championship banner at Spectrum Stadium to recognize their unbeaten season in 2017. Uh, Central Florida beat Auburn to win the Peach Bowl, the only true unbeaten team in Division A this season. Now, however, because UFC, UCF does not play in the so-called Power Five conferences, it ended at number 12 uh, by the playoff collect, uh, committee selection and was not given a chance to play for the national championship, which I think is a shame. Uh, the school is playing a parade for the team, as told by Orlando Radio Station 96.9, the game. Coaches are likely to – likely – coaches are likely – the national title. Uh, wait a second. The previous coaching that was to get national championship bonuses, including their contracts. The staff was informed this week. Even people outside the school, we're uh, waiting for this. People outside the school are talking, uh, taking up UCF's causes, as well as along the East Colonial Drive near the campus. Two billboards went up in the aftermath of the victory, one congratulating them as national champions, the other imploding that the Associated Press voters to cast the ballot as national champions. 
I think they deserve, you know, recognition. I mean, they are the truly only unbeaten team in college football this year. And, you know, I think they deserve, you know, a fair shake. And I think they, you know, deserve to be in the national title, even though that the committee, you know, screws them out of it. I don't think that's right. If I was on, if I was on the committee, you know what, I would, I would give them a fair shot. You earned it, you deserve it. All right, continuing on here. Um, Jay-Z, Rock Nation Sports, has signed Penn State running back Saquon Barkley. It was announced today by ESPN that he signed with the company. The agency has now grabbed three of the top running backs in the past four years. The agency also signed Todd Gurley, who went to the Rams, C.J. Frozy, who went to the Seahawks, and Leonard Fournette, who went with the Jaguars. Greg Popovich got number win number 1,176 and now is fifth all-time on that list, thanks to last night's win over the Knicks. Thank you very much. Speaking of the Knicks, more bad news as guard Ron Baker was out with an orbital fracture that was diagnosed last night. The injury occurred in Saturday's game versus the Pelicans. Lakers point guard Lonzo Ball and center Brooke Lopez are we're now cleared to practice, but we're probably out of tonight's game versus the Thunder. Uh, Ball suffered a bruised left shoulder, and Lopez, with a sprained left ankle, both are now listed as day-to-day. So they can be back um, Friday. They can be back in a couple of days from now. We'll see. Got a bit of sad news from my partner um, on my local show. One of the best basketball players... In his day, uh, has now passed, he was a Harlem Globetrotter and probably the best known of all the Harlem Globetrotters of them all, you guessed it, Metalark Lemon. He passed away at the age of 83. He was the best, he was, he was the best, and he, will, and he will be missed. Probably the um, best known player of the Harlem Globetrotters and will be enshrined as one of the funny men of the clowns of basketball. I could have said it better myself. <laughs> 83 years old. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Um, Iowa's All-American quarterback, Josh Jackson, will skip his senior season to enter the NFL draft. ESPN's Mel Kuyper has been the number two cornerback, that's cornerback now, for the 2018 draft. Well, good luck. Jackson, though, um, is no slouch here. He received All-American honors and was a finalist for the Jim Thorpe Award and the top defensive back in the Big Ten this season and gave the Cornhuskers a respectable 8-5 and five record. Mm, I say he's got a future. If anybody really wants to know about the top NFL draft order, I'll read, I'll read a few notes here. Number one, of course, is Cleveland. No kidding. Two is the Giants. Three is Indianapolis. Four are the... Four, Cleveland gets another pick. Mm. Five will be the Broncos. Six will be the Jets. Seven will be the Buccaneers. Eight will be the Bears. Nine will be the 49ers. And ten will be the Oakland Raiders. <laughs> Cleveland gets two of them. Yeah, but is it going to help your team? I don't think so. Think about it. I mean... But how can anyone be that bad, you know, just like that? I mean, they're just horrible. Uh, I got some interesting news from the Hockey World Junior Championships. The U.S. beat Russia last night 4-2. to two. Uh, Kiefer Bellows put the game away in the third period. Arizona Wildcats fired, I believe it's the football coach, Rich Rodriguez after six seasons in the wake of sexual allegations. Uh, an investigation was conducted in October, and a recent notice of, of a hostile workplace environment. A lawsuit to be filed against the school. President Robert Robbins said after conducting a thorough evaluation of our football program and its leadership on the field, I feel it is in the best interest of the school and the athletic department to move forward. 
and go in a new direction. This is also said a statement by the athletic director, David Heek. The investigation was concluded last week. Determined the allegations could not be sustained, but according to Heek and Robinson, according to Arizona Athletics, did become aware of the information both before and during the investigation, which caused it to be concerned. within the direction and the climate of the football program. Derek Jeter, the Marlins' new CEO, as well as part owner, sees the franchise becoming profitable in the coming year. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> Please. That, according to a report by the Miami Herald, in what is being called Project Wolverine, the Marlins executive attempted to prove potential investors that the franchise will make a profit this season. That, according to the Miami Herald, uh, the dis- decreased payroll with increased revenue from ticket sales, corporate sponsors, and revamped local TV deal, as well as a one-time payout of $50 million that each MLB franchise will receive this season, will carry the Marlins into a profitable team. The one-time payment is a result of a $1.58 billion sale of its controlling stake in the digital media company BAM Tech, which is owned to Disney, who owns ESPN. The newspaper said it was given a copy of the confidential documents August August yeah. okay. <clears throat> okay. Back in back in August. Increased by two investors who were approached by Jeter's ownership group in Florida. Hall of Fame of the NFL narrows down to fifteen players, including four rookies. The list was announced last night. And they are Ray Lewis, Brian Erlacher, Randy Morse, Randy Moss, and Steve Hutchinson. Together, these four players alone combine for 34 Pro Bowl selections and 20 First Team All-Pro selections. The final, other finalists include Isaac Bruce, Tony Boisel, Brian Dawkins, Alan Frangina, Joe Jacoby, Edwin James, Ty Law, John Lynch, Kevin Maui, Terrell Owens, and Everson Walls. The class of 2018 will be selected on February 3rd, a day before the Super Bowl. The list then will be trimmed to 10, then cut to 5. The final file will be chosen on a yes or no basis, and those who receive 80% approval will be entering into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, it's always it's always done. I think the day before the Super Bowl. All right, so let's just check on some of the uh, NBA scores before I hand it back over. And we'll take care of this right now. Okay, we have about maybe uh, I think two or three games that are still going on in the NBA. Yes. At 4.42 to go in the second, the Thunder lead the Lakers now 51-40. to Paul George now has 17 points, two rebounds and one assist. Julius Randle has 10 points, two rebounds and one assist. And I believe oh yeah, Pelicans have beaten the Jazz 108-98. to Anthony Davis finishes with 29 points, 15 rebounds, Four assists, Joe Jackson, uh, Johnson, 20 points, seven rebounds, and two assists. All right, I believe that is it. Yes, that is it. So my notes, so now I will turn back over to you. All right, that's episode 404, the postgame episode 405, possibly at 10 or 1030. I'll let you know. Until then, for Lewis Tenor, I'm Taylor Phillips. Follow me on Twitter at DT2Phillips. Like and share the Michigan Sports Truth Facebook page, TTFN. Ta-ta for now. Bon appetit. Good night.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.